0: Welcome to the Trinity Force podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com/tforce and use the code force you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high-quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier we'll grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at uh, questions at com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Force Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforcenetwork, our Twitter, at tforcenetwork, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash trinityforcepodcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tforcepodcast, where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other League games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15pm Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing, and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night, for some fun, pre-made games and in-house custom matches.
1: Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that triforce cast, beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pone ain't drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message at the beep. If you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi-Pone Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try enforcing some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. We make Yo, we it. can make it together, people. So we take it. Trinity Force
0: Podcast. A second and but that's the end of the intro it's time begun hello everyone and welcome to episode number 776 of the Trinity Force podcast my name is N.A. Eric I'm your host as always and tonight we have a couple of uh we got our podcasters on we have Kyve who just got off his phone thank you Kyve hello and we have John who is not doing his video because there's a storm in his area, so hopefully his power doesn't go out.
1: Yep. Eric's sunglasses look stupid.
0: These are not stupid sunglasses. They're very comfortable and they fit my large head. <laughs> are they necessary? <laughs> uh, it is pretty bright. Head, yeah. It is pretty bright in this room, so yeah, because like I have I actually have my lights on and there's like you can't couldn't even tell. But um, I don't have, like, the main light on. I have the, the lights that I put around the room when it gets darker. I have those neon lights on. But uh, LEDs, that's the word I'm looking for. I got the LEDs on. But, um, yeah, no, these sunglasses, just, like, I like them. And uh-huh. I felt like wearing them. Thank you. And I'm sure the viewers do, too. Twitch chat's probably blowing up right now. But, um Enough about me and my fantastic sunglasses, since you were being mean to me in my sunglasses. Kyv, I'm going to go to John first. John, how you doing, man?
2: I'm doing great.
0: What's uh, What you've been up to lately? How's uh been solo climb? You've been doing solo queue? You've uh, been doing ultimate spell book? Like what you've been up to league-wise uh, and then I've otherwise? I've been playing uh, just like some with my friends.
2: i uh, been playing spellbook. I really like spellbook. It's a lot of fun. I love just trying... Different random stuff, spicy builds on, on Spellbook. Um, I've been playing Aram too. Aram's been pretty fun. Played a lot of Aram in community game night. I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, we were playing a bunch of that last night, and some Spellbook too. Yeah, that
2: was a ton of fun. But uh, yeah, I mean, sweet. I've...
0: except for that, w- except for that one game with the tryhard team that we faced. That was, yeah, that was a little lame. That was rough.
2: Yeah, yeah. But. Um. Yep. Not, I mean, I've just been having fun with League recently. Not, not so much ranked, but I. Nice. One, I'll probably start playing ranked again soon. I'd like to start playing ADC. I've been playing a lot of ADC recently, so I've been enjoying that. So I might give that a whirl in uh in ranked too. Nice,
0: cool. Kaib, what you been up to, man?
1: Grinding.
0: Okay, tell us how the grind's gone, man
1: that's it just grinding
0: so you're basically just win one lose one win one lose one sitting in the same
1: spot yeah grinding nice do you feel
0: like even though you have not necessarily been climbing as much as you wanted you've been improving or no uh
1: yeah i uh the mid game is going pretty well actually
0: nice that that early to mid transition can be really rough. Um,
1: to, oh, no, to, I meant the change. position.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you
1: meant mid-game. like Yeah, I, I yeah. well, I hate how... Like, when I was playing nothing but jungle, like, if we were playing normal games, I could kind of just, like, turn my brain off and autopilot. But if I do that, if I even try to do that in mid right now, I just get my ass kicked because I step out of position. Even the slightest, and I'm just dead. Sure.
0: Yeah, gotcha. And are you? Because I know you're starting up a new competitive team. Are you playing mid for that team, or are you jungle for that team? Ed. Oh, nice. Sweet. Cool. Um, well, I look forward to potentially watching some of your games. That sounds fun. What's uh What's your comfortable champ pool going into the start of the season here? You don't have to say any pocket picks or anything like anything crazy going on because obviously people that you're competing against could go look at this, but what's your what's your staple champ pool heading into this
1: season? I will actually pull it up. Ooh. Uh. So we've got Victor, Lux, and Vex as my best three. Okay. And then the next tier would be like Swain, Ari, Seraphine, Syndra, and Lissandra.
0: Okay, so pretty... Battle magey and utility e.
1: Yeah, and I say that and then Yone. So oh, a complete a departure. AD. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I have Yone and then I'm working on Orianna.
0: Gotcha. Is there a world where you'd pull any of your jungle staples into mid? Like, is there uh, any matchups you think you would prepare to pull out the Vi pocket pick in mid or?
1: If someone plays like. Zed or uh, Talon.
0: A, y- a Yasuo, perhaps?
1: I probably wouldn't play Vi into a Yasuo. I would just play Vex because she's just a counter. Sure. Um, but if like if someone banned Vex when they're going to play Yasuo, which they should, I would probably just take like Set or Malphite and just build full tank where nice. they can't do anything.
0: Okay. Any Zin Zhao? Uh, I know you played a lot of that in the, in the jungle.
1: Uh, I would probably take Zin into the same matchups I would take Vi, and I just think Vi is better. Sure. Um, uh, so like any kind of melee assassin, so like Zed, Talon, uh, Kiana. Yeah, I'd Kiana, Echo. Uh, eh, probably not Echo actually. Um. Pain yeah, theme? that's probably it. Honestly okay
0: nice yeah like uh that sounds like a pretty well-rounded champ pool then and then i'm sure you have a couple of pocket picks that you don't want to share which is totally fine
1: Um, um let's see uh honestly no it's pretty it's pretty standard like okay i i would say like the vi would be the pocket pick gotcha
0: and then now, we'll yeah. see how we'll see how the meta changes and then you'll have to change, throw some in, throw some out.
1: Yeah. Now if uh if lane nocturne starts to become a thing again, our jungler is uh fiddlesticks main. Nice. And I'll just play Nocturne mid. And we will oh. abuse the ever living shit out of that. It's and our top uh... laner is a Shen main. Oh no. Yeah.
0: Something that I did in my competitive league when I did that a couple years ago was we would do Oriana Nocturnes. If you just fly by Oriana and you're going to be within range, she can attach the ball and then use the R once you land. Or as you're about to land, the shockwave can come through too. So that's yeah. something you could try. It's hard to pull off, but when you pull it off, it's beautiful.
2: I remember whenever I used to play mid, like I used to play a little Nocturne and the, the matchup that I would always play... Nocturne into was Annie and it is so bad for the Annie if you can use the spell shield rate like she just can't play ever. She can't ever stun you.
0: Nocturne mid right now doesn't have a lot of matches but it's got a 50% win rate. It's better they than just, Nocturne They jungle. just did that
1: buff um, last week so they get they, you know before it was the 0% uh, extra minion damage from his passive now it's up to 50% so I mean did I they could buff see his passive? yeah oh. well it wasn't doing additional damage to minions Um. the AOE auto so now it it will and it does 50% damage
0: oh I didn't even notice that was a patch did we cover that? yeah we did
1: Oh. or we may have we may have glossed over it but it was in the patch notes last week. Mm-hmm. So like Oh,
0: you know what? I think that wasn't in the provisional cuz we covered provisional early oh, because yeah, yeah, we yeah. had the extra content. That's why I was like, "What?" Yeah, so yeah, remove no longer deals 50% reduced damage against minions. That are the primary target.
1: Right. Yeah, but I don't think that we're ever going to be able to play that because our jungler <laughs> most games on fiddle by far and has like a 70% win rate and that was even before the fiddle buffs
0: yep fiddle sticks is fantastic if you can pilot them
1: yeah okay cool
0: I've been playing some league uh, ARAMs and stuff for the most part and then I didn't get to play this weekend at all because I was busy I did a um, I did like a mud run 5k earlier in the summer I did a 10k and then I just did a 5k with my girlfriend and a couple of friends and then we afterwards everyone napped for a bit and then we went uh downtown and went to a few different bars and yeah it was a fun weekend um went to the farmer's market got some fantastic vegetables i got this zucchini that is it was three dollars for the zucchini so it's huge you know what i'm actually i didn't plan on this i'm gonna go grab it real quick will be <laughs> right back. it's fucking massive you need to see this
1: Did I hear him correctly that he's going to show us a giant zucchini?
2: <laughs> I do believe that that is what he said.
1: Yo, Chad, this guy's fucking weird. <laughs> I don't even want to know what he does with this zucchini.
0: Okay, I'm back at my desk. So, here is the zucchini. For Holy reference, shit. this How is... How does that even fit? This is as wide as my shoulders, basically. And it's... As long as my f- entire forearm, a little longer than that. $3 I've, for this
1: thing. I've, I've seen something similar to that before.
0: It was, I saw it, and I joked to my friend Peter uh, that because we were at the farmer's market together, I was like, oh, you know, I, see, I have to buy this now that I see it. I have to buy it. So <laughs> I figure I can make zucchini steaks or some shit with this thing. That's probably what I'm going to do with it. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, it's pretty girthy. You can make zucchini
2: for a month with that boy.
0: I know.
1: <laughs> Eric. Eric's going to be a happy boy because of that zucchini, huh?
0: Oh, yeah. So much nutrition. <laughs> a lot of good insoluble fiber. It's a very water-filled uh a
1: lot it's a lot of water okay sure (laughs) i don't think you're picking up what i'm putting down
0: oh i'm picking it up but i'm just taking it a different direction i'm calling you on your bluff there but um, it's not a
1: bluff and you're making it worse for yourself by calling it a lot of nutrition (laughs) so get your mind out of the gutter let's
0: talk about league of legends Jeez, man um so uh, we w- Before we get into some interesting stuff that we had to talk about, we want to go through the question of the week because it's been a few weeks since we were able to cover it. So the last one was, uh, What is your favorite ARAM champ? And this one got a whole lot of responses. So um, Svenny said, Fiddlesticks, Alt Back, Snowball In. Jiggly Duff said, Jin. That's all I said was Jin. Uh, MLP Dante said, Ezreal because I'm the AP only build asshole. Okay. Um, Star Guardian Waiting Room said, my favorite champion to see in Aram is Niko because of the ult and snowball shenanigans uh, to play... Uh, this person likes Lux because they can aim their skill shots wherever, with their monitor off, and still hit something. <laughs> and the laser is satisfying to snipe with someone, uh, snipe someone on a low cooldown, especially now if you're getting a uh, axie mark there. Inferno said Pike and Kiana because they love to go for crazy plays, and Aram makes it so much easier to pull those sorts of things off. Plus, their team won't flame them when they 1v5 under the enemy tower and die. That's fair. Um, Crush says, I can't decide which is my favorite, but loves playing Nidalee for hitting those dope spears. Uh, Schrodinger's Cat, love it, uh, says that mine is Thresh-built tank. You get so damn tanky, and if you're smart and hold CC for important opponents, you are the MVP. If they are mostly magical, you don't need to build any armor because of the souls. Um, J says, Scion for the ult, also catching a lot of people with a fully charged Q from the brush and Aram is kind of fun and easy. Our very own Bomo, uh, said, Machine Gun Lulu, he gave a whole bunch of ones, so Machine Gun Lulu, full crit Thresh, uh, massive A-Soul Qs, too fast, too furious Hecarim, AP Lucian, AD LeBlanc, having no poke champs on either team, so the Aram is actually an Aram with two to three kills a minute. Those are really fun. Um, and then Rescued said, Kiana, for sure, you can make her ult go around the whole map. And Frank said, Kindred, because it's basically the only champ they can play consistently. If anything else, pre rework Mundo, because he was essentially a massive bullet sponge. So lots and lots of thoughts there. Um, some of these I definitely enjoy, some of them I don't enjoy playing, and some of them I absolutely hate facing. Uh, So, yeah, definitely your garden or every sorts of uh, thing on here. But our new question of the week is if you could add any item into the game, what would you add? Include the price point, the cooldown, if it is an active, if it has an active, etc. So, um, uh, John, why don't you say what you thought, what you were thinking? Because we had a few minutes to ruminate on this before our pod started here.
2: Yeah, I was trying to decide between two things. So one would be like a like AP axiom arc item like with a Ooh. similar passive to axiom arc but uh, obviously not crit. Like maybe it would give you like uh like and this would be like a like third item maybe or like maybe an item you build on like Eve or something like that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but yeah
2: have AP and then maybe like 10 ability
0: haste and then have that passive sure how much do you think something like that would cost mm. I mean it totally maybe depends like, on how much AP you put in yeah, it yeah I would
2: say yeah. like maybe like 40 AP and make it cost like 3k
0: sounds probably okay I don't know if that's a good or bad price point for that amount of yeah I didn't I don't like
2: crunch the numbers or anything but I feel like that just like that sounds reasonable if I were just like looking at it like in the shop if that were an item sure
0: okay Tyve what do you think what would you add
1: um I would add the blink dagger from Dota okay so what is that uh you teleport to a target point up to 1200 units away
0: Is it... Okay, what's the cooldown on that? Does it give extra stats? Does it, like, how long... Yeah, like, give us, like, a rundown of the item.
1: Uh, The cast range is global. The max blink distance is 1,200. The penalty blink distance is 960. The cooldown is 15 seconds.
0: Oh, okay.
1: All right. Wait, is this
2: something you would... Like, an item you would buy, but then would you have to, like, buy it again to use it again? Kind of
1: deal? No, you just you buy it and keep it in your inventory.
0: What? Fifteen seconds yeah. TP. Oh Jesus, that sounds insane. Split
1: pushing <laughs> just became uncatchable.
0: <laughs> How like you know what? They could balance that in a way where make the cooldown a lot longer, or maybe not necessarily make it that much longer, but you would when you teleport, you're disarmed and silenced for like ten seconds so you can't do anything for 10 seconds afterwards and then i mean
1: you... 10 seconds is a bit fucking ridiculous but
0: well because otherwise then as an assassin like as a Zed you'd port across the map kill a, an adc and then okay you just killed him right like that's it's a little absurd
1: well get good
2: i don't i don't know why that reminded me of this but there <laughs> Do you know when there's like a like enemy tf on the on the team and like uh, he just has a really really bad ult like he just ults instantly gets cc just gets killed like obliterated yep. <laughs> that's what i just think of like when i see that like you, you just tp there and your character is just like sitting still for 10 seconds and the enemy team just like destroys you
1: well i don't think it gives you any stats though
0: Okay, well, how. But still, that's too strong. Especially on, like, imagine that on. It wouldn't be good on, like, high econ champs, but low econ champions. Imagine that on Pantheon. That would make bot lane a nightmare. Yeah. That's what. (laughs) I
1: think that's what they use it for.
0: Unless they roll restrict it, but even then, like, I don't.
1: I don't know. I mean, they use it for, like, champions that have. like large AOE disabled, so like Casio wouldn't use it, but think of like Casio's ult.
0: Yeah, or a Nivea, like to get around that. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I don't want that in the game, I'll say. Mine, uh that I thought I was deciding between a few as well, but I think the one that I really want to see is a um an A D version of Zanya's Because I really don't like it in the game when there's, issue when there's like you know AD or AP a lot has access to this and then the other one doesn't, so just offer an AD version of Zanya's. Sure, it would be not very gold efficient, just like Zanya's is supposed to be. It would also not be very. You wouldn't get a lot of AD and stuff, but oh, that would be amazing if they added that. I would love that. There would be so. There would be so many champions that would abuse that though, but then you just basically make it so it's like super stat inefficient and you only get it if you really need the invulnerability like AP champions do now. Yeah.
2: Gosh, Samira with that item would be insane.
0: Wouldn't she, how long does it take for her uh, passive stacks to fall off?
2: Uh, I mean, wouldn't her like, uh, can her old, like go off during use?
1: Yeah, I mean, if Morgana ult can carry through yeah. it, then Like I think so I don't should think Samira's.
0: But the but Morgana ult's not an active thing. It's like Talia Q. They're not actively doing anything. Neither
1: um, is Samira after you've hit the button.
0: No, because if you like, I bet if you use your like, if you like right click on someone, it stops the Samira ult probably because it's a channel. You can silence her and stop it. Whereas like if you silence Morgana, it doesn't stop her ultimate.
1: Well. I don't know. Yeah, I'm i think not sure. That be fun.
0: But, yeah, there would definitely be some issues for sure. Like, I imagine... uh Ooh, who would use that really well? Sat. I'd use it
1: on... No, I'd use it on Vi. I'd hit R on someone, then pop the stopwatch.
2: God, that would be so good for Rengar, too. Because you could just blow, go in, blow your whole combo, and then just Zanyas, and then you'd have all your...
1: Well, I, I wouldn't even... Like, the second the ult starts, like, the laser attaches... I would just hit the stopwatch then cuz you're unstoppable.
0: Oh, but does the damage go through?
1: I don't care. It, I don't use the I don't use her ult for the damage. It's to allow someone else to damage them. Sure.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. There'd be a lot of interesting interactions there for sure, but yeah, AD champions should have Azunas. That's my mini soapbox there. But yeah, um, other honorable mentions I know that we were all talking about was like uh, AD, AP QSS items. Um, there was MR Thornmail, like MR Frozen Heart, sort of things like that. Just offering different diversity paths to get the same sort of effects was mainly what we were talking about beforehand. But yeah, so that is the new question of the week and I will drop it in after this podcast into there. But um Yep. So what we wanted to talk about today was talk about basically uh, different champions or like building champions differently or using them in roles where they're not currently used to find like, you know, closet strong stuff, like not like cheese, but like sneaky good things that can be played on Summoners specifically. So we came up with like a whole list. And I mean, the first one, John wanted to talk about Olaf jungle. So why don't you go into that? Why you thought it was... Uh, I mean, it was kind of the genesis for this whole idea, so talk about that, man.
2: Yeah, so, like, a couple of patches ago, they... I mean, first of all, like, everyone's been playing Olaf Top ever since he's uh, had his, like, little mini rework. And, I mean, he's been super good up there, but not as good in the jungle, because of a few things just with, like, with his clearing and whatnot. But they, uh, like, they changed a little bit of that, at least for Jungle Olaf. I think it was in 1213... And, I mean, it It seems to be pretty good again. Like, he, I mean, and also it's in a, uh, I think Olaf really likes this, this meta, too, where he can, like, just full clear super fast, like, uh, and keep up on pace with, you know, other, like, meta champs. He can get a crab, take a fight, or reset, you know, clear again, get the first dragon, and then, like make a play, and, you know, if it goes well, like, he's, he's gonna be huge. It's, uh, he's very, I feel like he's, uh, he definitely has, like, some nuance to him, but he's, like, fairly straightforward as far as, like, his game plan. You know? Like, he's a, he loves to full clear, and he loves to fight. And he's good at taking dragons. He's really good at taking dragons.
0: He's insanely good at taking dragons, especially after the buffs, yeah. yeah. Um, He's actually, uh, like, the pick rate is a lot lower. Yeah. But he has a higher win rate in jungle, actually. Yeah, and
2: so, like, that's the other thing is he, uh, like, it doesn't seem like he's getting picked in jungle that much, and he's also not getting banned in jungle that much. So, like, it seems like it could be a pretty consistent pick for... uh, Yeah. I mean, at least for this patch.
0: Definitely a good thing to main, for sure. Yeah. And he also, with the champions that are looking to get buffed, like, he... He shits on a lot of them that they're looking to buff. Energy champions, a lot of them can't deal with him. Uh, Lily is getting buffed. She can't deal with him. And then the other champions that are getting nerfed, some of them could deal with him. But it's, yeah, he's definitely going to be in an increasingly good spot for sure. Which, as someone who hates facing Olaf Jungle, (laughs) would be very sad. I know. Same here. Because,
2: like, I mean, when he was really good, it just felt so oppressive. Because, like you were saying, I mean, like, if you're fighting him, like, like who can beat him? early like that. Like at a first spawn of the scuttle, like very few trundle, people can. Yeah, Trundle maybe. is like the only person I can think of that can.
0: And not even him. maybe old old Olaf. Yeah, not new Olaf. I don't even think with the armor shred and the shield. I don't. I don't think so.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know,
0: but uh, but yeah, I mean that would be.
1: I'll take Vi with ignite.
0: <laughs> Do you think you would win a one v one on like you know? Both of you are eighty percent health and enough mana. And you both hit everything?
1: If, if if Vi's passive is up, yes. To start the fight. Yeah. Okay. If it's not, no. But but she needs ignite to win it. If if she doesn't have ignite, she'll just lose. Right.
0: And Olaf will have ghost. Yeah. 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 Olaf too is uh-huh. like.
2: I don't know. I might uh like I played it some, but uh, I tried it more like when I was starting jungle too. So. I'd like to give it another world, for sure, because, um, seems pretty fun, and also, like, as far as build, like, uh, people have been doing Divine Sunder Olaf, even in, like, Jungle, because how they changed, uh, Divine Sunder, because he has, uh, Olaf has really high, like, base AD, so he benefits a lot from the, uh, the Spellblade passive, so it's super good on him right now, like, in, uh... Like obviously in the situation where they have like a lot of tanks and bruisers and whatnot, like melee champions.
0: In jungle, I'm looking. None of just on u.gg, there are no recommend. There are no builds with an enough pick rate to even offer Divine Sunderer right. there.
2: Okay, let's see. I'm looking on.
0: It's Gore Drinker, Stride Breaker, and then Triforce. So the only three I'm seeing mythic was. Okay, I'm seeing. Wouldn't Triforce just make more sense with him though?
2: Because he wants the attack speed, and and I don't know. I've seen a few games, but not many. Not many games, but a few in jungle. Sure. This is saying 57. But obviously, yeah, Gore Drinkers the highest. Strybreaker's the highest win rate, though. Like you were saying.
0: Yeah. Okay, so Olaf Jungle. I, I don't want it to come back. I just keep, yeah, when I think Olaf Jungle, I think of the Nightmare when uh the item rework came through and it was like preseason 11 i think or maybe preseason 10 and then you know gore drinker was absurdly overpowered yeah. healing was way too strong just Sterics. do you remember the the do you remember the yeah Sterics and gore drinker with yumi on olaf you just like you couldn't kill him he would 1v5 you literally yeah he could literally I just, remember yeah that. he
2: could just sit there and not move tank a whole team's worth of damage with yumi and then just, and so just run through them.
0: <laughs> yeah. And there's times when people exaggerate of 1v5. Like this is not, I guess it's 2v5 because it's Yumi, but it's like one and a half t- V5. It's, that is actually what was happening. I remember playing against that so many times in ranked and competitive. I just started banning it every game. I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking want to deal with this. Cause I also like, I don't, I find him kind of clunky to play personally. I don't enjoy playing him, but like his autos feel clunky to me as well. I feel like uh, some people, when they've played, like, a lot of Jungle
2: Olaf, take double adaptive and don't take the attack speed. Huh. I mean, I kind of agree, but I feel like the more that I've played, it's just his uh, autos are, uh, they're definitely not smooth, though. I know what you're saying. They're not very smooth. Also, like, it's weird to use his, like auto e sometimes cuz it has like really low range.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um since we brought up Vi, Kybe has some interesting thoughts on Vi, so why don't you go through. You wanted to talk about crit or lethality Vi still in the jungle, but get tell us about that and why you think it could be good spe- in specific spots and yeah.
1: Um so if if a team is really squishy, Prowler's Claw Vi is actually disgusting, you just build full lethality on her, simply because you can Prowler's off of one person. Like, you can ult Prowler's the person you ulted, and then you can kill, like, multiple people with just the the blast from your E. So, you're gonna die doing this, but... The amount of damage you get off if your team can't finish the kills, then you don't deserve to win the game. Anyways, something went horribly wrong. And then crit, uh, crit Vi is actually pretty good into some some beefy boys. I used to play it anytime during the uh, like Hecarim beer meta because they were just building so much tank. I would just build um, like Kraken, uh, Essence Reaver into. Uh, Ie, and it was disgusting. Hmm. And if if there were enough tanks, you know, build uh, Lord Dom's. But I mean, you do because you you don't really die that fast because of her passive shielding. And if you take resolve secondary with like shield bash and revitalize, you're you're gonna get out so much damage and, and probably not die if you're taking. Smart.
0: Yeah, I'm looking on the stats site. Uh, I'm looking on u.gg just to see, and there's neither of those mythics have any stat games on there. Which it's not surprising that Kraken isn't on there. But I thought maybe Prowler's Claw would be on here at all. But no, it's there's a bunch of Eclipse builds for sure with her.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's uh very silly, but it's fun.
0: The weirdest one I see is that has a one percent pick rate. Uh, is Chainsword first item into Sunfire into Frozen
1: Heart. I don't know. I'm not... So Vise base damage isn't really that high, but I I actually really like the Frostfire into, um, like, Sterics and Titanic because of the amount of AD you'll get on the titanic and then go like war for forth it's it's just stupid so you're you're literally unkillable but you're still putting out the damage Or a bruiser interesting
0: so you're just uh a, a like a weird like a single target version of ergot almost with that like you're trending in that direction
1: right so yeah. if if the if the when i played it i played it One of our matches in competitive, and the, like, my entire existence was to ult people, to lock someone down, and I just said, well, fuck it, I'm going to build tank, or pseudo tank, and they're not going to be able to kill me, and they're going to have to deal with me in the backline, hitting queues, and screwing up their channels while our ADC just goes to town.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, Vi is definitely a character that you pick if you want to lock someone down. There, he was or she was played uh, this morning in uh, LCK. Um, Love sa- Sandbox played her, Krakow played her in one game, and he was. They had an Aphelios to lock down, and uh, I think that was it. It was basically just Aphelios. There was a Tom Kench to protect, but still, there was just like they picked. They saw Aphelios, they picked Vi right into it just to lock down him. And it worked super well. They two owed Damon in that series.
1: So I'm looking on my op.gg because I remember playing one of these games a few days ago, and I went Frostfire, Titanic, Sterix, uh, Thornmail, fifteen o and nine, op score of ten.
0: <laughs> nice. Let's see. Yeah, your most. Re- I mean, your two most recent games on Vi. Have both been all actually the three most recent have all been using tank mythics. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you are getting Sunder a decent amount, but it also there's there is the occasional flash into other stuff. Nice. Yeah, I've played. I've never played like that these versions of Vi you're talking about. I've played Eclipse before with her, and that's fun. Um, I played Prowler's Claw in an Aram game, but. It was, it didn't end up working well based on who we were facing. So then like late game had to just completely swap my build. Like I had enough gold because I was getting enough kills, but we weren't, they had some really beefy people. So full lethality of I was not the play of that game. Yeah. But okay. Okay. So that's that one and then I guess I'll just I guess I'll take my turn. So this is one that you guys see on stream whenever I play it often and I bring it into community nights and I it doesn't get the love it deserves but I'm going to harp on it again AP Jarvin support. This pick I feel is heavily 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 underrated. Um he it doesn't have very many I mean it almost has enough matches to be ranked. It has 2200 matches so far this patch but yeah you take airy which is constantly proccing like when you th- the main thing is you build Zonyas first then you build uh shirelia's is really good but you could also go other mythics depending on what you need um but you go Zonyas first because then you can engage and just immediately invulnerable and you get some ap for your flag which has a shoot ton uh i don't know why i said that a shit ton of base damage and the ap ratio is sweet so uh you just throw down the flag on top of people and then the airy hits them and then, okay, the airy walks back to you and shields your ally. And then it happens like three times or so and they're getting shield value. Um, so it just, it feels fantastic to do there. And uh, then you can also like, if you can land EQ flashes, you can engage on someone and flash and then R lock them inside the cataclysm and Zanya's and, it has great roaming potential as well, because Jarvan has notoriously very strong ganks if you can hit your skill shots, so um, there's that. And then the passive damage is, like it it just does a lot of damage, regardless of if you have any AD or not, you're doing percent of their uh, their current health. So I don't know, I, I feel like this is, yes, it is, it's situational, but the poke that you can put out with this pick is absurd. And even if you don't hit the E, if you can land the Q on people the, or a up, you're shredding their armor and yeah, despite not having a second ability because his W is hot trash um, <laughs> and costs too much. It's, I, it's the worst basic ability in the game. I fully believe that. It's so bad. It seems pretty but, fun
2: to play too. Like I've actually uh, like with one of my uh, friends, we've uh, tried J4 with Yasuo bot and that is like it's just so much fun.
0: Yeah, that would be a great pairing. The, I like to do it with like poke ADCs or something. So if you have like a Caitlyn, you could go with that. You could go with other mages, but like uh, Sivir is pretty decent to play it with. Or um, shoot, I don't know, like uh, Lethality Zaya when that was a thing, disgusting to play against because you're just outranging people with that flag. And it's so hard. You can't dodge the flag. The only way the flag doesn't hit is if you miss it, too. Yeah, yeah. Now
2: it's nice that it offers. Yeah, it
0: offers so much. Because
2: doesn't his uh flag gives like vision too, and like bushes and whatnot?
0: Yep, it does. Yeah. And at at base, the flag lasts for. Well, the flag always lasts for. I think like eight seconds, mm-hmm. and then by the t- like even like rank one, when you have no ability haste at all, the flag dissipates, and then like three or four seconds later, you have another flag. So. Mid game, you get to a point where you can throw a flag down when there's another flag, and that first flag disappears like right as the second one's coming down. But if you need to, you can permanently give yourself vision on an area.
2: That's pretty. But nice. if you
0: once you get once you have enough ability haste, you can do fun stuff where like you throw down a flag, and then you don't really do anything with it. You can queue over to it and then throw another flag down or something like it's. Uh, you can do some really fun stuff with the because those flags stay a while and they give your team so much attack speed. Um, and you put Shirelia with it because Shirelia has that passive where when you shield uh, or heal an ally or when you offer a shield to them, it get, both of you get like a brief amount of move speed. So when that area is constantly procking on people, you're giving them additional shield power and move speed as well. It's really fun.
2: Have you ever tried to lock it with them? Like Zanya's locket. I have,
0: yeah, I have. Gener- locket I haven't found is that good because usually, uh, you're not going to use it in lane at all because you're never getting it in lane. Um, but in a team fight, you're cu- quite often engaging, and the locket is you're out of range to get full value out of gotcha. it, uh, or you or you die before you could block critical spells because you're going in, you're Zanya'sing and you're cataclysming, and then. You're kind of fucked after that, but uh, unless you pair it with a Callista, which is also a great pairing oh, yeah, as well, because then she can just throw in Jarvan. He can E, and then he can, or he can R. Or he could Zanyas, and then he can E Q out. He could flash. Like it's it's nuts.
2: I feel like a uh, Watchful Wardstone would be pretty good on him too, as like a third item for support.
0: Yeah, you can all like, especially because he has so much. He's more survivable than a lot of traditional. Uh, supports, then you can go ward pretty deep and be able to get out with the EQ range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Just got to learn how to EQ flash, and once you get that, you can knock people up and do a lot of damage as well. So yeah, that's my that's my hot pick. Kai, I noticed you've been quiet the whole time. You totally agree with everything I've said, right?
1: No, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? I just think it's troll. I don't think it's again. troll.
0: It gets played in the LCK. If it gets played there, it's got some viability.
1: Okay. Well, they also support.
0: They do, and there was a Sejuani Yasuo that happened this morning too. Balin. That sounds. And fun. they won. I mean, it, it was Gen G, so they were gonna win anyways. But yeah, fair. <laughs> but they yeah, played. They're,
1: be- they're better than T1. Sorry to tell you.
0: Right now they are. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, they are. Yep. So okay, that was the A.P. Jarvan. Uh, cool. So I don't know, John. You wanted to talk about your variant on Graves because since the lethality nurse, you think it's a lot worse. But like you said specifically with crit. And I, I when you said Graves jungle, when we were talking beforehand, making notes. I thought you were gonna go the route of the Stridebreaker, gore drinker. Yeah. That sort of. Well, one. I mean, but, I've, but I think that like I've played that build a lot, and I think that that
2: build was. Like, I mean, it's good whenever they have a ton of melees, and I like it because it's great for uh, for farming as well. Because it's good because uh, it helps you to kind of keep tempo with, like, champions like Diana, who are farming, for example. Um, I like that item on him, but, I mean, situationally, you know. But what I... The, sure. the one spicy build that, you know, I'll go on him occasionally is, uh, is, like, just full crit, because, uh, but that's, like, been, you know, more recently since they changed how Eclipse worked, as far as the, uh, like, they nerfed it for ranged champions, I think it was from, like, six to three percent, and they, yeah, uh, I think that was it. So, like, that's Grave's bread and butter item, for the most part, you know, so, that's a pretty big nerf, so, like. You know, I just want to try other stuff as well. And, uh, like, in games where, you know, I'm, like, already pretty fed, like, from early game or something. And, like, there's not a ton of, uh, like, my, there's not a ton of ganking opportunity, like, early game. Like, my lanes are kind of just, like, chilling and farming. Um, and I'm farming a lot while also having those kills. And I, like, need to have damage to carry. Like in a team fight. Sure. And I have, like, you know, like a support or a top laner who's, like, pretty. or both who are pretty tanky. Like, I already have some engaged, right? So, like, I don't need to be tanky. And Graves has already got some inherent tankiness. So. But I'll go um, Gale Force into Collector into IE. And the damage is just, like, insane. Like, you'll just auto an ADC one time and it'll do, like, 90% of their HP. Or just like almost one shot them. I mean it's insane. And uh I mean as you can imagine like Grave's E with Gale Force is insane. Like you can do some crazy stuff. Like you can dodge some stuff like cause you can E and then redirect another way to like dodge something. And then kill someone at the same time kind of. Yeah. So you can do some pretty crazy stuff with that. I mean, it's just a really fun build, more than anything, too. But I don't do it very often. But
0: so it's on here. This is this build is listed on here on u.gg. Yeah. Um, and it's got a one percent pick, one one and a half, and a fifty-eight percent win rate so far on this patch. Yeah, but, I feel
2: like yeah. that might be because like those games where people are going that, like they're probably pretty fed.
0: And they know what they're doing with Graves, too. Yeah, because,
2: yeah, because, like, I don't think, uh like, someone who isn't, like, experienced would probably be picking just, like, Eclipse on Graves or something, like, always, you know.
1: And, I mean, that's yeah. what,
2: I mean, still, that's, like, probably his best item, like, in general. But that, that build is so much fun. I love it, because... Uh, Also, like, the shield bow, when shield bow wasn't, like, a million dollars, that was, uh, I like that on Graves, and also, you know, they nerfed it a lot.
0: Yeah, they did. But that was back when, like,
2: top Graves was, like, gross.
0: Yeah, that was (laughs) just an era of top Graves. Yeah. Doesn't, also, doesn't his passive have some interaction where the, with crit, like, it does extra damage, or there's more bullets that come out or something? So, like, when they, um,
2: I don't know that it scales with with the crit, but, let's see, each, like, pellet can crit, though, right? So it's, like...
0: Oh, so there's four individual crit chances, because he fires four bullets. Oh, wow.
2: So, yeah, but, like, crit interacts slightly differently on him. It's, like, uh... Like, yeah, so you yeah, usually spray shoots,
0: six pellets yeah. over a 25% wider cone do with more. each pellet dealing 20% uh, plus bonus, 20% of the crit plus bonus physical damage, resulting in a whole, I don't understand all this math, but a whole bunch of extra bonus damage to attacks where all pellets hit. Yeah,
2: so, hmm. f- yeah, first, like, usually it's only four pellets, first of all. When you crit, it's six. And then it also does twenty percent more damage. Like the 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 six that you fire out do twenty percent more damage
0: if you crit. Each or in oh, each one doing twenty percent more. Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
2: But that yeah, that's why it can do like like can just one shot people who are squishy. But uh yeah, yeah it's obviously it scales up the your A D to your bonus A D.
0: Um Right. But yeah. Okay. Um, Cool. So, a couple other ones that we wanted to talk about. Kaiab wanted to bring up Silas jungle, and that there was an era when that was popular. So, tell us why you want to bring that back.
1: I just wanted to be a jungler. Everything about his kit screams jungle champion. I mean, every uh, every empowered auto is AOE, perfect for clearing. He just has no monster damage, which sucks. Uh, and then his ability to run into a lane and grab any ultimate i mean you can't tell me that his kit does not just scream jungler
0: his w also doesn't heal him off monsters which i believe it used to back when he I did mean, jungle I, I
1: think i think silas should be a person i'd like
2: love champion like i've wanted like a ap champion like of kind of like silas's class like a ap skirmishing like bruiser champion like that
1: should play Diana. Oh well,
2: yeah, I mean that's why I play Diana. But but more like Sunfire but though, like baby. I don't know. I like Silas is it's slightly different, right? Cuz it's like I don't know. I feel oh, like yeah, I, know I feel like know. Silas like if I'm playing against like a Silas who's like 7 and 0 and has a dark seal, like he's already just like running around the map like one-shotting people with his WQ. Like It's just, it's so gross. I mean, I think it would be a ton of fun though. I think it would be a lot of fun. Like, I would love playing it.
0: Yeah, it is disgusting. He does. He definitely needs help with monster clear though, and he needs. Yeah, his W. It's like
2: literally just does nothing to monsters. It actually. He also.
0: He also remember used to get a shield on his E, which is now gone. So that would have helped him a lot for health wise. Like, to clear through.
2: Like, you need a really big leash, too. I would say, like...
0: Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's pretty rough. All of his abilities just have, like, too long of cooldowns as well. Yeah. For for the jungle to... For it to be worth yeah. it. Yeah. And also, like... I mean, can it work? Yeah. But, like,
2: it's risky. It's very risky. Because, like, you... I, I feel like with him, you just have to, like... Get on the map as soon as possible make a play happen, if the play works out good, and, like, you play, play Silas well, like, you're gonna win, you know? But, it's so hard to do that, cause he's, like, his clear is so bad, and it's, uh, like, when you have to be, like, a 60 or 50% HP Silas, like, coming out of the jungle, against, like, a 100% HP Diana, or something like, or, like, And 100% HP Olaf, like, you're just gonna get, like, destroyed. There's just no way you win that, ever.
0: Yeah. Yep, I'm looking at to see when a lot of his changes happened that uh, made him lose a lot of that stuff. Let's see, it's like, uh, oof, um, I think it was, like, season 10. If they made the pat his passive
2: just do more to monsters, I mean that would.
1: Yeah, I mean that would that would so. Yeah, that thing. would literally so. Doesn't solve need a shield. It. Even his W doesn't have to do a ton of uh, damage either to monsters. Like you, you don't have to give him any additional damage yeah. except for his passive, Cause... and and he would become an S tier. Yeah,
2: because if he can just if he could just do Red Raptors Grump, he would be fine. I think, but. I think, yeah. Like, like if the passive was a little more, that would solve so many of his problems, because, I mean...
0: Yeah. He has pretty low armor, too. Yeah. I will that say, like, sense. his base armor is pretty bad. And... Yeah, but, I mean,
1: you would you would naturally... One of your, your defensive stat would be armor, like most junglers are.
0: Right. Yep. Um, I'm looking to see. I'm back in 9 and i'm still not seeing Dang. anything that's monster related uh i'll just control f monster okay what this is 10 um so his q has a detonation damage reduction of 60% it used to be 45 that was in season 10 um and then, well, so mid season nine, his Q didn't used to have any damage reduction to monsters now, and then it, now it's sixty. Uh, his Q also, wait, abduct. Oh, the E used to shield if he hit an enemy or monster, so now it no longer did that, and then, um, they added it. So basically, he had, he now has. Reduce damage, and he no longer gets the shield. That's the biggest thing. There was no his passive never had any interactions where it's plus or minus of monsters doesn't look like. Um Yeah, his passive doesn't say anything about There's nothing about monsters in it. So it does normal. It just needs to do bonus, really, is the big deal. Yeah. Because especially to nearby, it does uh it does forty percent AD and twenty percent AP magic damage to nearby enemies. So that AoE where you're hitting other mm-hmm. things. Otherwise it does it does a good amount of damage. It's 130% AD plus 25% AP magic damage. It just needs to have bigger base. But also damage to secondary targets executes minions that would be left below twenty-five health. If they change that to monsters, that would help some as well.
2: Like I felt like it took me an eternity to do gromp when I was trying it. Like like yeah. Raptors wasn't bad. Like red was like whatever.
0: Wolves wasn't great for Yeah, you.
2: but that was after I I think I made a play, but Gromp was like it literally felt like it took like twenty seconds to do Gromp. And I was just like I blew my full spell rotation like almost twice it felt like. And it still like Gromp was had like a third HP and I was just like,
0: Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that he might have been a better jungler when the durability stuff came through. I was like, sweet, everyone's going to be safer in the jungle. But no, it's just, it's too painful. He can't really do it. Yeah, because, like, gosh, like,
2: I would, like, if I was playing against, like, a Silas jungle, like, and I'm playing, like, Rengar or something, like, you just invade him, you know? It's like, he, I mean, he can get away, but it's like, if you invade him on his blue side, like, he is so screwed. He is so, he is so like he's going to die.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, the last couple that we want to talk about, I have two different variations of Nico that I really want to talk about. I'm not talking about Nico jungle, which is already viable, but is just you take predator and run at people and stuff. But Nico top, like attack speed Nico, they buffed it recently uh, a few patches ago because they wanted people to play it. It right now it doesn't have a very high pick rate, but it has a 52% win rate. But not by very... I mean, it's almost within stat range. Basically, 2,000 matches, 52% win rate. Uh, Because they buffed that W uh, damage so that he gets... Or so that Nico gets uh, extra damage. Um, It's, like, a lot stronger. So then there's also a lot of really good on-hit items right now. So you can go... I mean, Nasher's is usually the first one you'd go. You could go shield bow but you don't care about crit so then you go you could go pick your i mean i like kraken slayer and then rageblade and you basically you kind of build like Callista, but you can also build like kale where you're just building on hit um or kogma or something you build like wit's end you're maxing out on attack speed so you got to micro the hell out of it but it's you do a lot of damage and you have so much lockdown and escape as well and utility to get yourself out of bad situations, it's it's really quite good. Like, with, um, with
2: Kraken, too. Like, uh, have you tried yeah. Kraken on her?
0: Yes, Gosh, I have. Like,
2: her uh, empowered auto hits so hard when you have the, uh, the Kraken proc, and you're going that pill. Yeah,
0: and imagine if you also have Bork hitting right there as well, with Rageblade autos going off, and Wit's End autos, like, it's... It's disgusting. Yeah, I
2: remember the first time I like played against it. I was like an ADC or something like that, and I just like, you know, walked in the mid lane. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, there's, there's Nico, and then it's like she's like autoing, like machine gun autoing, and I'm like, oh my yeah. god, what is going on?
0: Yeah, it's a lot of fun to play her that way in ARAM, too. But um, yeah, it looks like for her build paths in general, it's for mid lane. It's all mage items because she's still. Good as a ma- as a mage, like she's very good as a mage. She's a top laner. She's still primarily built as mage, it looks like. But then you have yeah Bork into Kraken Slayer into Rageblade. You have Kraken Slayer into Bork into Wits End. All those variations. Phantom Dancer is also going to be a very good item for her. Nasher's Tooth also works nice, so I like to work that in because you have good AP ratios. Then it gives your Q and your E and your R actually more viability to use as well. There's some hurricane in here, which I don't necessarily agree with, but that's okay Hullbreaker as well because she's a split pushing monster uh with this build like it's <laughs> it's fucking nuts yeah so um and then the other variant of Nico that I wanted to talk about was just like bot lane mage Nico uh although bot lane Nico most of the builds are like ADC. So you could go ADC stuff down there, but picking it for um just going normal ap nico and playing it in bot lane actually pretty good because you have really high base damages and you have really high uh you have pretty good ap ratios as well like it's just it's good you can trade on people as well because you get the the eq root and your level two spike is fantastic it's really good i i I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I play it in community nights sometimes when Ezreal's banned because I can't really play any other ADCs very well. Yeah, she still provides
2: yeah. a lot of uh, utility too as ADC, like just with the CC. Her old so good team fights.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if there's a dive going on too, like it's you can't dive her very easily yeah. at all. You can also do funky shit, just like pretending your other. I mean, that's her whole passive is pretending you're other champions, so. Take your support. Like if you have a Blitzcrank or a Thresh or something as a support, you go in the bush, you turn into them, and throw your clone out at someone. They might flash. Like I've se- I've do- I've seen people flash away. They're just like fuck it. There's a Blitzcrank running at me. Not interested. It's pretty funny.
2: Yeah, you can play mind yeah. games with her. Definitely.
0: My favorite thing to do is when you're playing her as a mage. It just doesn't work as on hit, but as a mage, you as soon as you get level, as soon as you have your W unlocked. Like three or four times on cooldown. uh, Or throughout the next couple levels until you get your ult. You just throw it forward and then you run away. And the other team gets used to you just throwing your clone at them to cause disruption. Then, you just throw it backwards and you run forwards and start to ult as you're running forward and then you just ult right on their faces. And they were like, oh, I thought that was a clone because that's what you've been doing. It's really sweet. It's kind of cheesy, but I find it pretty fun. Yeah. Um, Kyber, are you going to pick up Nico for your, your mid lane champ pool for the season?
1: That's um, actually one that I have. So, on my list of champions, that if I get to a point where I can start to learn new champions in the season, I think she's third right now on that list. So I think first is near then Casio and Nico.
0: Oh, you're picking some hard champs up first. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Casio's
1: fun, man. Cassio's a lot of fun.
0: I'm terrible at both of those first two champions, but I have a lot of experience on Nico, so if you want help with that, let me know man. Nico is like the okay. second champion I ever played, actually.
1: I don't think I've ever played her. Really? Maybe she's... one or two games.
0: She's really fun and she's it feels great as well. Her autos feel fantastic and you can do some really fun stuff can with play her. Player anywhere too. Yeah. You absolutely can. You can play her in the jungle with Predator, and people freak out when all of a sudden they see. You could just pop your Predator and turn into like, oh, if you have a Nautilus support, oh, the Nautilus is here. Wait, that's a Nico. It's really Gosh,
2: fun. I I hate playing against a uh, Nico supporter, man. Like it's her E seems like it's on pretty low cooldown too.
0: Her E, the Tangle Barbs, are pretty low cooldown. It's uh it's ten seconds when you max it, but the the root is one point five seconds if you're the first target. But if you're not, it's three seconds. It's some of the longest CC in the yeah, game. Yeah, because if
2: you hit your E and you
0: immediately Q, you're gonna hit all three of the Q, right? Okay. Yeah, if maybe not at rank one E, but yeah, if oh yeah. maybe not at rank one E, if you also don't hit other uh, another unit first. Gotcha. But if it's empowered, you're gonna get all three of the the blooming what is it called? Blooming burst. I was thinking it was bashful blue bashful blows, but that's Lilia's Q. Yeah. Yeah, she's really cool. And there's a really fun uh subreddit for Nico Mains as well. Yeah. So the only other one that I wanted to talk about is Shen support, which you which comes up every once in a while as a counter pick in pros, but and there's maybe like some people that play it in uh, solo queue, but it's not played all that often. Yes, it doesn't have great stats on UGG. It doesn't have that many matches, but he offers so much early to uh, to a lane. Like the engage is nasty with Shen's mm-hmm. base damage and. The, the auto dodging as well with his w if if you can manage that sword right and use it correctly like it's shen support is nasty i haven't seen it in a while but i don't know why people don't play it more
2: yeah and you can have just some game changing ults too
0: for a yeah exactly and, and this isn't this isn't something that's like you know kind of cheese like jarvin support like i think shen's like a very viable support i don't know why he's not played more time i'm surprised
2: there. the win rate on it's not better honestly yeah.
0: Agreed. I mean, granted the champs that beat him the most are Brand, Vel'Koz, and then like Zillion and Bard and Zyra. So, okay, like he's going to get poked out by mages and then if you don't care about using autos, then his W does nothing. But still uh the the dash, like if you can E flash on someone and pull your sword through and hit them with a couple of autos and then plus anything you're ADC's doing, like, you're gonna do a lot of damage. Yeah. You're probably gonna get some kills early and get early prior.
2: Yeah, his Empowered Auto, if you hit the sword drag through, does so much. It's disgusting. Yeah, no one ever expects it, especially if they don't, like, usually play against Shen.
0: Yeah, which is basically everyone in in the game because, oh, just in any position, no, I don't see Shen ever anymore. No, I haven't seen Shen in so long. I can see him top occasionally. He has a five percent pick rate, which surprises me. But I don't. I haven't seen him in forever. Yeah. As let's see, diamond plus five point one, masters plus four point five. Like it's uh, and then all ranks is four. So it's higher up as you're higher up, but still like a five percent pick rate. I you'd think that I'd see him, but just I haven't seen him. Hmm. Yeah, and no one ever expects like his constant shields too with that key burst is nasty. Yeah, it is. Key barrier, actually, I guess it's called now. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's rotate on over to some of the potential changes that are coming up for next patch, and we thought we'd just brief go over some stuff that stuck out to us. So, I mean, Kai, if you wanted to talk about this. What are some of the things that stick out to you here, man?
1: Um. <clears throat> oh wow! I'm looking at. It. I was looking at the wrong one. Uh, here it is. Sorry. I hope I I'm looking, looking at the right one because you well, sent it no, to me. Well, I, No, I had <laughs> scrolled down on Froxen's uh, Twitter without realizing it. Um, the Lilia Jungle buff, kind of cool. Uh, 10, 10 monster damage cap based on level going up, so 40 to 100. Now it's 50 to 150. Um,.
0: That'll help her some, but it's not gonna do well that like that one fifty doesn't do anything because mid to late game you're already nuking camps anyways, so that doesn't do anything later on.
1: I think but the, the early the early ones a little thing, bit. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that sticks out to me is the energy champion changes. Like the energy costs are all being refunded. Uh, or, or the energy refund is Going down, the recast. I'm sorry. Like Lee Sin, uh, before all of his like e tubes uh, were 30 energy. Now they're 25.
0: So. so oh yeah, the resp- Okay, sorry, I was misunderstanding what that was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like if you throw your Q right and hit something and you take it, you were using 30 energy to take it. Now you're using 25.
0: But it's still 30 to throw the first one.
1: I don't I don't. Know oh, the, I guess
0: I guess it's it's not cuz those costs vary, yeah. Yeah, I don't know
1: the cost of it. But I think that'll be pretty cool. Um something else on here that I think is kind of big is the true damage conversion for Gwen's Q is going down from 75% to 50%. Um so I don't really think Gwen is that broken after she got her hot fix a few patches ago, Uh, but I don't play top, so I don't know.
0: I looked up Lee Sin and his Q is 50 to throw out at first.
1: Okay, so it's 75 now rather than 80. Yeah, in total, yep. So, I mean, it doesn't sound like much, but it could be you know, it could be the case where you're not having to wait for one second when you fight to use your casts. Which yeah. could, could be the difference between you and using a fight.
0: Or them getting away if they have like a Thresh Lantern that's pulling them out right. of range or something. Because it does have a range, yeah. Right.
1: Um, and then, John, I know you wanted to talk about the Silver Dawn and the Mercurial Scimitar, so I will let you go. Yeah, uh,
2: so um... Mercurial Scimitar is getting, um, more MR, so it's 30 to 40, and then, so, like, whenever you use the active on Mercurial Scimitar, like, after you get a, uh, like, move speed buff for a certain amount of time, and they're increasing that by half a second, uh, like, I mean, I think this is good. I think that, like, um, as ADC, like... Any incentive to, like, I think get this item would be good. Or make it, like, slightly more cost-efficient or something. Like, anything to make it be built more, I think, is a good thing. Same with Silver Mirror Dawn, because that's, like, the... I feel like it, no one really knows, that like, that item, because it's so, like, so rarely used. Like, I can't even remember the last time I built it. And, you know... I think that, uh...
0: I almost built it last night, but I went... Because I, I, I was playing against a Lilia Top and Spellbook. I was playing Garen, but I ended up going Scimitar just because Crit scales with... Or works well with his E. But, yeah, I was gonna go... Yeah, know,
2: like, and, you know, I've... Like, when I have tried it, like, from what I remember of doing that, it's like, it just feels bad. Like, it feels bad to build. So I think anything to, like, make that item see the light of day is good, um... Just because, like, I know, you know, part of their thing is, as far as the, uh like, item overhaul was, like, making it so that, you know, every, or not, like, every item, but, like, it like it has, uh, items are, like, built, you know? They're, like, they they aren't, like, super rare, so rare and nuanced that, like, no one uses them ever, and I feel like this is, like, one of the few items that are like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think of other items that I hardly ever see on Summoner's Rift. I mean, Axiomark is almost never built there. It's almost an ARAM item at this yeah. point. Yeah. I, I don't see Mortal Reminder very much, either. Yeah, but even, like, I never even see Silvermere Dawn on, like, ARAM or anything like
2: that, either.
1: Yeah, sure. I'd, I would agree like with I'm that. The, just, I, think, I think at least, like, the Axiom the Mortal Reminder, you see them at ARAM, and then you see them very situationally when it makes sense. Like, I'm... Sh- but, like, Silver Mirror Dawn, just don't. Yeah, so,
2: yeah, like, I'm sure, like, there are people who, like, who will be like, wait, <laughs> what item? You know, like, and then we'll, like, look and actually, like, look at that item now and be like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, there's just, the problem with it is, like, it's a it's good that it exists, and I like that it exists. But the problem is, it's built for bruisers. When does a bruiser need to cleanse a suppression? Because that's really what it is for. It's to get rid of a suppression. When is it that they need to invest this to get rid of a suppression that they wouldn't otherwise? Or okay, so if if Malz ults your Darius, who built, who doesn't have Silvermere Dawn, aren't there higher priority targets that are now not being ulted by Mals or, or uh, Maokai or Skarner?
1: Well, like, if, I, if I'm if i playing Vi, right, and I go to ult, Malzahar is just going to ult me. Right? If I want to get into the back line and hit the Malzahar, Malzahar is just going to ult me to keep herself alive. So sure. So I'm going to cleanse it, and then I'm going to blow her up. Sure. Congratulations, you're dead. Well, but is next...
0: is Malzahar... I mean, generally, Malzahar is probably not the priority target that you need to be ulting as Vi. No.
1: Uh, she's not, but, I mean, if you ult someone in the back line, she's going to ult you to protect either herself or the jinx or whoever you're going on. Sure. sure. That's, that's going to be your first instinct. Should you ult that person? Maybe. Maybe not. But, I mean, a lot of times, if I'm Vi playing against a Malzahar, I get ulted all the time.
0: Gotcha. And I just like. The mouse is pretty popular. The other thing I like about
2: these items, too, is like, I like any item where it's like, there's like uh, an active where there's sort of like skill expression and the use of the active. So, like, in the example of like Mercury or Scimitar or something, like, if you're playing like ADC and you know you're about to get CC'd, like, insta cleansing and then like getting that damage off, that. You know, otherwise would have, you know, made the difference between you dying, like, during that CC or maybe killing them. Like, that can be game-changing.
0: Or last night when I used the QSS to get out of an Ergot Yeah, no, that was sick. That was sweet. I still ended up dying because they chased me down, but, like, I... Took a lot yeah, of time, the yeah. animation for it looked really funny too. Cause it, <laughs> it did. I was just getting pulled in by a summoner's spell yeah. book. like it was an echo with Urgot Ult and then all of a sudden like, oh, Garen's running this way. Yeah, goodbye. it looked like
2: you were like running in place really fast for a second.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: But yeah, I like any items like that where there's like um uh, some like skill expression in the use of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, these items should be gold inefficient. They shouldn't be that good stat wise because of this. How good that is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. How pivotal that yeah, can I be. Yeah, I agree. But definitely pushing them up a little bit is going to yeah. help. Yeah, definitely. And it's also never going to be the case, like with these stats still, that people are going to be like, you know, when Hullbreaker was way too efficient, like people aren't just going to be building QSS items because yeah. it, these items also have really rough build paths, too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It- because Scimitar Bad. is QSS, which is four fifty into another like it goes up to thirteen hundred for the whole QSS, and then you have to build a pickaxe, and then I think it's a crit cloak, yeah. and then or maybe it's a crit a crit cloak and a vamp scepter. I think, I think for Mercury, I think it
2: might be a pickaxe, a crit cloak, and then the QSS.
0: But look. I could be wrong. Let uh, have this up. It's a uh, no, yeah. It's the pickaxe, the cloak, and. The Q- okay, QSS, okay. yeah, which is eight fifty to upgrade Got from Ill Magic Mantle, and I don't think it gives any extra. It gives five extra MR for that eight fifty yeah. with the, I mean, with the active. So that's pretty no, bad. yeah, that's bad. Because like I don't know.
2: In my experience, when I, it feels so bad to build that item as an ADC because of just what you were saying. Like, I can buy a mantle for you know what is it four fifty, and yep, it is like barely less than a full QSS for 800 as far as MR at least. Yeah.
0: And yeah, it's pretty yeah, expensive too. And, so, you know. and you can upgrade. Well, but you can also spend if you just need the MR, this is never going to be the items you go for because you can get uh the Nugatron cloak is 8 or 900 and it's 900 in total I think. So 450 it's actually cheaper and you get double the MR. Yeah. It goes from 25 MR to 50 MR and, lot. and Granted, you don't get the active, but yeah, and Silvermere Dawn also has a rough build path too. It's QSS, pickaxe, and Ruby Crystal, and then another four twenty-five to combine. But it's not—you don't get a lot of good shit from it. Okay,
2: it's, yeah. So I mean, one thing like that I would love to see is like going back to the question of the week would be like something like an option for that for like ADC. You know what I mean? isn't mercurial scimitar or not it? like a not like mercurial scimitar but like a like an item like that but that had uh it was like at least had like something like um like attack speed or like the
0: mr felt better to to build i don't know the mr is gonna feel better to build it's going up by yeah 10. yeah that's true But I think that's that's still not that's only when you combine it because before when you combine it you weren't getting any more MR. Yeah. Now you're getting ten more for finishing the Yeah. Item. So Yeah. To me, I think the the biggest things that stand out on this patch though are um I'd say that Divine Sunderer healing conversion percentage, people who are using Divine are, or champs that use Divine are going to be procking it a lot. So this is going to be like, you don't may not notice it in a single Divine proc, but this is going to be over the course of a team fight. If you're a, a Sheen user and you're using this a lot, you're going to feel that over time. So that one. And I'd say maybe this is, maybe I'm like not thinking about how this works so well, but Zed as well, where he can snap back to his W and the R, for infinity range so it's not where he can throw it infinity it's just you can snap back in infinity range and the the e energy cost going down as well like i don't Zed that already gets energy refunds if they know what they're doing and they're getting casts on to the same targets and they can keep up their energy so that i don't think that's necessary at all but mimicking back was already like gosh that's the only play that's like the only counter that you really have to when they're going in on you sometimes is to try and play around like oh they're gonna pop back or they're too far away to pop back to their original one that sort of stuff i don't like that also zed no one likes playing against zed no he's one of the most banned champion and has been throughout his entire history
1: zed is my ban every single game in mid same gosh
2: i yeah it feels really bad when you get behind against him it feels so bad
0: what is uh? What do you guys think his ban rate is on this patch?
2: 13. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, like, 11. 27.8. Oh, 8. my
0: gosh.
1: You know, I at first I was going to say 20, but I was like, that seems a bit excessive.
0: Patch 12.12, 12, it was 28.9. Oh I mean... 12.10, it was 30. It just goes up, too. Like, he's, like in plat plus, it's he 29. Just, yeah, he just keeps... Like, people don't like playing against him. And his pick rate's pretty decent still. It's 7, but he's good if people know what they're doing. He's really good. He's, like, U.GG gives him an S-plus rating, and I'd agree with that. He has above 50% win win rate with 7% of the player base. He's in 7% of the games, and still getting banned 27% of the time. Like, that's, I I don't know. He doesn't need buffs. Don't, no. no. Please stop. Revert this. Don't put it in.
2: I I can't believe he is banned that much more than Kiana too. Like, how does Kiana not have an
0: insanely high ban rate? Um, I think it's that she's a lot more mechanically intensive than Zed. Zed's like, he's not easy to play, but a lot of it isn't mechanics with him, right? It's awareness of what's going on and the limits of your champion. Kiana, it's like you got to be able to pull off these. You know, know the ranges of your Q and then the flash EQR with WQs and stuff like you gotta know what you're doing to play around. I well. guess like
2: I don't know. Like I just really hated before the durability. Like when I would be playing like something like A D C and then Zed is like like one in five and then he just ults me, he misses every like all the Qs probably except one. And they just auto ease me and I die. Like Yeah. I don't know. I
0: that was so frustrating. Well oh, that was that was the big point of the durability yeah, yeah. update is now like he can't he can't do that yeah. as much. Like you don't see that anymore. He does need to get fed, but still he's reliably able to get ahead and do well. Yeah, least. I guess
2: I say that to say that like still though, even at like right now, I feel like Kiana can just flash ult Q and you're like just dead if you're an A D C. If you don't have shield bow. Sure. Like, you're just dead. Sure. Whereas with Zed, it's like, you gotta... I feel like after durability... I mean, I haven't played much Zed. And also not after the durability. But I feel like you have to... Like, at least in my mind, like you have to hit more of the shadow cues. Like, you're gonna have to
0: hit more of your damage if you want to get lethal.
2: Like, on someone.
0: You do. I think that, like, why... As someone who plays Kiana, it feels different because Kiana, for one, has to get into closer range than Zed does to do damage as well. Like she doesn't have the poke that he does, but also, um, I, I don't know. Like there's, she does. She needs she needs less items, but she has more clear windows of hitting back than Zed. I think, and also you can stop anything she can do with uh any bit of armor or health or uh you know like grounding or spell block as well like there's a lot of windows to stop her and it, yeah if she's ahead she can totally you know flash e q r w q like you can do that in a quarter of a second and murder people like it's it's fun to do as kiana but um yeah I don't know, they feel a bit different to me, but maybe that's just my bias towards liking Kiana. Yeah, I like Kiana too. She's a lot of fun to play. She is a lot of fun to play. And she's a lot of fun to play on Aram, despite her having a terrible win rate on Aram. She's one of the worst. She has 45% win oh, rate. No. But disp- all of that, despite she takes 15% less damage and deals 15% more, still has a 45% win rate on Dang. Aram. Yeah, shows the power of poke champs. Yeah, in a small lane. <laughs> yep. Do you want to guess the who is in the who's the number one uh, champ on Aram this patch so far? It is not Zereth. Kaib.
1: Um. Karma.
0: It is not karma. I'm looking for where Zareth is. Is it? Zerith is eighty eight and he has a 49. No, Lux. 49.6. 40, so he's basically balanced okay. on here. Lux. No. Uh, 53rd with a 51.3 <laughs> percent. What about cool. Senna? I'll, uh, Senna. Um. I'll look at for Senna and Karma because you brought both of those up, both you guys. Senna is twenty second with a fifty-three point three. Karma's lower. Where is Karma? She is. Oh, we're getting down there. hundred uh, and thirteenth with a oh, forty eight point three.
1: I know I know who it is. Who is it? It's Swain, isn't it? It is Swain, fifty-seven point five. Oh okay. my! That, gosh. Yeah, that that makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does. Renata, I would have thought would have been number one, but she's it fourth. Makes sense. Heimerdinger is third, by the way. <laughs> Don't understand that. <laughs> the Heimer, he's creeping up.
1: Of, it's a bunch of bullshit, probably. Like, MF's probably up there. Brand is probably up there. Like, MF Maokai. is six.
0: Brand is eight. Maokai is ten. Seraphine, I NASA's bet you Seraphine's pretty Seraphine is 16. It's <laughs> a lot of AP. Velka, Ziggs, Caitlyn, Leona, Seraphine, Morgana, Sion, Lilia. And then you get like Ash and Set and Senna. Niko, Vex, yeah. Maokai. Yas- Yasuo with a 52.2. You're bringing that win rate up, <laughs> nice. John. Nice. You got to post that. Oh yeah, I lost my mind. Was, oh, it was nasty. It was. I, nasty. I was like, "We'll post it." Yeah, in I'll there. post it after. Yeah, the and list. everyone should go and everyone should go and check and Kyve. You got to look at it too. It was it was disgusting. Dude, I was
2: like, you know what? I'll probably die here, but you know what? I'll just give it a try. You know, <laughs> like why not? Let's just go balls to the walls.
0: Yeah, and I was playing Kha'Zix, and I just I left. I just left and picked up all the health relics because I was like, oh, he's I didn't die? realize everyone had left I... until after the play. <laughs> well, two of them, two people were already dead. Yeah. And then a third person died as that was yeah. happening with you. And then I just walked away. I was like, fuck this. I'm <laughs> out. I don't want to die right now. I don't have enough gold to spend for it to be worth it. Like, now, nah, I'm going to take all the health relics. As I'm walking back collecting a health relic, it's like double kill, triple kill. And I get the last one. It's like quadra It's Like, what the hell just <laughs> happened?
2: <laughs> that was so funny. Then I was like, I was like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm like 1 HP right now, but I'm just going to run at the Mordekaiser who's full HP and has ult cuz I'm so happy and excited. Yeah. Like I'm happy to just die. Immediately yeah, I'm like, I was like I'm happy to just die here.
1: <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sweet. It was definitely one of the it wasn't like it was yes, it was flashy, but it was more just like the bullshit of Yasuo. That's what it was yeah. more to me. So
2: I will say the one, like, thing that I, like, was, uh, that I didn't notice before was, like, right during it, right before I, like, uh, do the ult, I did a, uh, like, I, right as I push E, because you can, if you E-W, it's faster to put your wind wall out than if you just W. Oh. Or if you w, it it's, like, significantly faster to put out your W, because, uh, it blocked, the the Janna. Tornado. And that's how I was able to like uh, E through them. And then I hit them with the uh, the second Q and then ulted. But I think you also got it while they were in the air. You I got, got another, another E off midair. Area. Well. <laughs> yeah. That was me just like smashing E. Yeah.
0: Yeah, as you were freaking out. Yeah, and I
2: was well. <laughs> like, I don't even know what my fingers are doing right now, but this is pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Definitely a, a highlight moment for sure. Yep, so... Alright, um, anything else you guys want to talk about with these provisional changes, or should we just wrap up here? I think that was... we covered everything. Cool. Agreed. Alright, so... Um, this has been episode 776 of the Eternity Force podcast. Please, if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, you can... Uh, head to our feedback area in the discord or send us emails at questions at Trinity force podcast.com. Um, we always love interacting with fan feedback and, uh, listenership and stuff like that. Um, if you are interested in our Patreon, we offer several different bonuses such as, um, you can get coaching sessions, you get early access to tournaments. You can get like live coaching sessions as well. VOD reviews. And for the top tier, which I believe is at 50, you can be a one-time guest on the pod as well. And we could talk about a bunch of stuff that you're interested in. So that's, there's that as well. Um, I will also post the question of the week after this so after we end this here so please go in and add your feedback again that was if you could add any items to the game what would you add include the price point cooldown if it has an active etc etc and um, yeah we have community game nights Tuesdays at 7 15 eastern time Uh, for now it's eastern daylight time for the next like two months until daylight savings hits in October. I think it's in October. Maybe it's in November. I'm not sure. But um, then it'll be Eastern Standard Time. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening and tuning in, everyone. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes to give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows
2: in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force
0: Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of the podcasts, videos, and the community that we provide.